Hey, everyone. Hey, this is the Little Cran coming at you today, March 17th. And we're in early morning. We hear the Port Authority in the city doing the transit, transiting, picking up the people going to school, work, and they're every day going about things, I guess, early morning, out about shopping, I don't know. But it's a walkabout or a bus about. But everyone's on the go and mobile. I'm thinking of you positive today as, a, as well as any other day. How are you today? I hope you are well. I hope you are fresh in mind. I know it's kind of early. You probably didn't get your showers and wash your face. I try to, you know, get you early today while I can squeeze in an early morning time, you know, on the uh, airways. Um, I just want to just, you know, you know, do what we normally do, talk about some things as far as uh, current affairs and current events. And, uh, you know, just want to try to, you know, express myself as far as the hatred, as far as people and get the get their minds sound on you know eliminating that Fresh you know death. maybe we can kind of you know minimize that diffuse some things if you would cooperate and just do things properly that you need to do you know things are in a uh, stasis mode right now and it's like uh, one of those things to where you're not able to be mobile stagnant you know, in the waters. But things can be worked out with communication. And if you would get the people, you know, in the factions and the big business like Verizon, get those people, you know, minimized from coming and taking and going into the clouds and taking my, uh, my work. Um, and uh, exploiting it with extortion, you know, because Verizon, they're, they're very hostile as far as that. They've taken over a lot of networks over the years, you know, um, little small ones saying that they will help them get themselves together as far as their networks, but they end up absorbing them anyway for Verizon. That's all it's about. So if we can just get those people and I can get my basic broadcasting back that I had back in the day from you know it being pillaged from these people in the industry and uh, the factions in Pittsburgh like Kududo he uh, you know pillaged my um, uh, broadcasting you know and you know just took the you know uh, fan base on that to follow him and I'm sure they're complaining about that and have been complaining about that for years because they didn't want to be in his fan base just looking at him or whomever he's leasing my broadcast up to back in the day they the FCC said told him that you know that's against the law for him to do that and take and pillage my broadcasting and everything I was doing in the eastern area like like Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania and using it the way he was using it but you know extortionists are good for extorting people in a way to where they can get them to do what they want so I guess the FCC went along with it and allowed me to be extorted on my extorted and pillaged on my uh, broadcast and communications so um, 
these are the things that, you know, I've investigated over the years and just, you know, looked at these people, you know, being hypocritically like they're not criminals, but they are criminals doing criminal things um, behind the scenes. They love not being seen because they figured but not being seen, they're not heard. But you've heard, you're heard and you're seen all the time because you're not seen and you're not heard. So I hear you loud and clearly and I see you too. And a lot of other people as well due to the fact that I'm, you know, bringing these things to their attention and awareness. See, that's what it's all about, people. It's all about awareness and keeping yourself to the point. I'm going to start the motor up this morning. Let the motor run. And get you motivated on getting me motivated. How about that? We help each other. I give you motivation and food for thought, and you give it to me. It's inspiration for your daily bread that you give in fellowship while you're doing your incarceration. Then when it, you know if there's a possibility for you to get out, it's more of an expansion for you to do things more wider with people and you know just tell them the daily bread you know you know just let them know your founder is letting you know spread the word on the daily bread and give them something good to go on don't if they have something bad to go on if you have to do that it's only to tell them in a context to try to get them focused on the good part of it you know it might be bad for you now brother you know things might not be going right your wife might have left you you know what I'm saying? But why, brother? Why did your wife leave you? Did she leave you for the man because of the fact that she was lustful and she wanted the man and she just left you? Or she left you because of the fact that you wasn't doing your manly thing at home? And that's not only just saying sex. Were you helping her with the bills? Were you helping her with the children? Were you helping her with things in need that she need? Were you just listening to her? You know, uh, you know, were you listening to her? You know, just, you know, vent, not really having a comment, just just hear her out. Some people, you know, I, I get like that myself. You know, you just want to hear people, you know, uh, you know, you just want people to just hear you rather vent on what you're doing as far as saying what you're saying. Um, they want, you want them to hear that because you want to express yourself in the nature to whereas, um, People understand you. And that's basically what people want to be heard on crisis times to be able to be telling people what happened in a, in a way to where it's not a vicious way, but <clears throat> they might express it in a way of expressing it, expressing it uh, sounding vicious. So that's all I'm saying. You know, I, 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 trend, I tend to do things in a way, in a context to try to get to your mind, to try to tap into how I look at it. Not trying to get you to understand what the brother's saying in a way to where it's, look, man, you got to listen to me and you look at it and you got to do it this way. No, brother. 
I'm not coming at you like that. I'm just trying to, you know, reiterate on maybe some thoughts on some things said. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, I was looking at it like this. Maybe, you know, something like that. You know, what you think? Uh, okay. Yeah, right. All right. That's cool, too, brother. All right, all right sister, what do you think, sister? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, then we got a conversation going, you know, back and forth. Not just a one-sided conversation, but we're clarity. We have clarity, and we know between us we understand each other. Because we're taking the time with each other, each other to understand each other. We're taking time, you know, in the conversation instead of one per- person just, you know, um, rattling on about what they feel about the view. Make make a lot of sense, but you know, if you want to reiterate conversations in it, as far as people, you can. Now, my brothers and sisters, I'm just telling you in a way to where you can have a positive outlook, and you know. The little Quran daily bread spreads. They say if you ain't got a miracle whip to put on your sandwich, the spread, it's not a sandwich. Is that true? Miracle whip lovers? Well, you know, I'm just one of the opposite. You know, I mean... My girls, they just look at me sometimes when I just pick up mar- mayonnaise when they be loving mir- Miracle Whip. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's weird. He likes mayonnaise. Who likes mayonnaise? Mayonnaise is what Miracle Whip is. It's just whipped more than the mayonnaise. That's why it's called Miracle Whip. You still eat mayonnaise. It's just whipped up a little bit more, you know. Little Quran educates you even down to the food you eat. If you didn't know, but if you knew, you knew. I love you too. You know you're going to always be my boo. And when I see that you have a shoe untied, I will tie your shoe. We have jokes like that, little commentaries like that. I talk to you like that, te- te- you know, telepathy-wise. You know, we we clown around, but you know, situations like this, I express them to see if you catch on. Are you with me? In mind, in soul, and body, and as well as the podcast, communications, visual, and audio. video with the best qualities in the world that we have we do the best that's a shout I'm gonna give a shout out to the jams family you know I got you you know what I'm talking about you are under the umbrella of blaze matrix crew so the Blaze Matrix crew is good. My brothers and sisters. Now, well, whoever you are, gas chapter rhymes and, you know, official and, you know, you know, and a few of the latest. 
that's a whole other thing. You know what I'm saying? Those names you've been using during the criminal part of their crimes. You see what I'm saying? Let me handle this for you. You were scared, wasn't you? Scared to death. They got you out here, man. Hold it down for me. I gave you the buffet and everything. Much, I'm sure you've utilized it very well. And uh, we will square up on uh, any profits and everything on that, on my end of it. This is how we handle family business. You know what I'm saying? And uh, by us being in business together on things as far as the materials that I have and we've done together, I'm not going to come out here and say, ooh, 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 you know it's true, girl. We got to change it a little bit before copyrights infringements. I'm not going to nilly the nilly you. Say, oh, that old me to singing and everything and everything, you know, a pelvis pressler. Pelvis. I was a singing, it was a hawker singing of mine in there. It was all of mine. Not them, it was me. But no, I, you know, just jokingly, just to say, keeping it real, I'm going to, you know, put the family on blast right now in a nice way. You know, they. Uh. Events wanted me to be bitter about a lot of things, but you know, we can work things out. If you can, if you can relax your mind from the way that you've done doing things, my brothers and sisters at Jams, could you follow me on some philosophies about changing the industry, my brothers and sisters in there at Jams? Could you give me your time? Could you give me some change, brothers and sisters, from you? positively for me to give you some more positivity for you to expand and push yourselves out into something good instead of being cluttered in there with something bad hindered from the process my brothers and sisters at jams this is michael j dean little quran little gi little ninja Little dragon, little samurai, Euro 300. And the beat goes on and on every day. It's like, no, but I'm just, I'm just trying to let you know that I can clown with this. You know what I'm saying? I can let you know that, you know, entertaining wise, artist wise, I do that too. Comedy wise, I do that too. You know why? I had to entertain my, myself. My mother used to tell me when she was living and she would sit there and watch me put the projects together as quality control. She used to tell me, she said, you know, she said, you can entertain yourself. She said, with the music that I'm listening to you putting together in those videos and stuff, she said, you can entertain yourself. And I told her, I said, you know, it's, I said, you're right. I said, I can. I said, I very seldom listen to the radio anymore or television that much, you know, um, watch a movie or something every now and then and stuff like that. Yeah, I'll do that. I love movies, you know, movie time and stuff like that. But I like my kind of movies, you know what I'm saying? I'll watch. Now, the only time I'll watch something different is I'm with, now, you know, if you got, if you're domesticated. And when I say brothers, you're domesticated, you're with your lady, your woman, your wife, 
You understand? And she, you, you like spooky movies. You like action packs. You want to see shit blowing up. You want to see guns firing and blazing. She wants to see one of those uh, cheer jerkers. Where you're like, <coughs> you know, you done fell asleep. And she's nudging you because she's mad because you done paid money to go to the show to see this now. You're out on a date and you're falling asleep. Now your woman, your girlfriend, side chick, or wife would be mad. Because she wanted to see that movie. It was a good movie. And she wanted to reflect with you after the movie on what the movie meant to you. And you sleep. Now, you, you know, you better pay for dinner and it better be good, too. You better take her to one of the expensive places after the movie. Because you ain't getting no pudding. You got to impress her now. Because she don't got no conversation for you afterwards. Driving home after the movie or going to at the after dinner. So the pudding's out. Pudding pie ain't the dessert for you, brother. You ain't, you ain't getting nothing. You ain't paying no. You ain't paying the movie no attention. That's the one she wanted to see, brother. Not you. You wanted to see Arnold Schwarzenegger, Stallone, blow something up and shoot him up. You know, some spooky stuff, something creeping up behind him and biting him or something. Me too. <laughs> but when your woman says she want to see a tearjerker, brother, <laughs> you better get ready. And you better act interested too. These are the rules to keep your marriage good, brothers. And your relationship too. And keep your sad, your sad chick happy because she ain't happy because you got your woman in the way. You've been with her for years. So when she asks you to take you asks you, asks you to take her to a movie, she want to make sure it's something that you do give her a little bit of time and attention on. Can we talk about the movie while we eating dinner? Then go back to the home and do your little pleasurable thing as far as what you do. Say that was a good time out, baby. I'll see you the next time. Not giving a about the movie. But these are the rules that you got to play, brother, as the man in the role, brother. You better have some money, too. Because you got to get her a little extra popcorn. She ain't going to eat it. It's going to go to waste. Put a little extra butter on it. You got to show off, man. Look, I say at least I, on Valentine's Day, I'll reiterate about that show because I had a show on it, you know, around Valentine's Day. But the man spends at least if it, to show his wife how much he loves her and or his woman he's been with for a long time. To show her at least how much he loves her, he has to drop at least 500 on her. And that's from getting her a nice outfit, nails done here and all that. Then take her out to dinner, buy her a little gift. You, I say you got to boost it up a little bit. You're close to a stack. Close to just to prove what, and then, okay, you're just trying to prove that, baby, I love you. Why can't you say that? Baby, I love you. Ain't that good enough? It's family.
Valentine's Day. What that mean? It's just a day. You got to go out and show off that you love this woman. So when she go to work, she got to she got to have some stories to tell. What y'all going to do today at Valentine's? Well, y'all don't know. He got some dinner for me. And, you know, we're going to probably check out a movie or something. He brought me a new outfit. Got my nails done. My hair. He went broke. He loves me. And you do. So the thing about it is, is what did the brother get on Valentine's Day, my brother? What does he get on Christmas, my brother? What does the man get? I'll tell you what the man gets. From that very same significant woman of his that cares about him expressing himself to her. Now, what about her expressing herself to him? On Father's Day, Christmas, birthdays what does that man get repetitiously on those days come on now we funning let's fun he gets a tie and a pair of socks and maybe a box of cigars Stinky cigars that he don't even smoke. They're not even Havana's. Happy birthday, Dad. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Merry Christmas, Dad. Shit, I'm saying. The man, man, we're like Rodney Dangerfield. We get, man, I get no respect. You know what I'm saying? Why do the women do this to us? I really don't get nothing because I'm really outcasted. But I'm out. I'm on the outside looking in at the life of the wildlife that stole my life and my mother's life and kept me in strife with that knife. Cut me hard like a man stabbing his wife. Can you understand my brother's in jail? You understand what I'm saying with my pain? No glory. I got you, my brothers. I got you, my sisters. You know, I told you. You're on lockdown. You're on lockdown like me. We're going to move together as a unit with something good. The daily bread. Slice you a piece and spread. Amongst your community. Positively for those who want to. Listen to something besides the norm. Some, some inspiration for you my brothers and sisters. To enlighten you. To enlighten someone. To enlighten someone. And the beat goes on. And the domino theory goes. Jesus said, give those, those people that are trying to do for themselves something. I will provide for those who provide for themselves, at least they, if they try. Give me a try to show me you can do some good. You told me, not you, my brothers and sisters incarcerated, but the others. 
You told me, <coughs> excuse me, that if I didn't do any bad, <clears throat> that I wouldn't be getting the monies or anything that's doing, but you were just saying that to try to string it off for me to do the bad so you can keep the repetitious bad going. It's just a ploy. But I saved it for now. When you've closed on yours and I could uh, deploy mine and my good is deployed. It's already deployed. So I have a whole host of good for 40 years plus stacked up in my arsenal. The general. I'm at my, I'm at my uh, matrix. The thing about it is it's any device. The thing about it is... Uh, Ain't that right, official? Didn't I tell you I got you covered over here, bruh? You mad at me, man? Come on, man. Where my end of it, bruh? You know what I'm saying? I got you good over here in the Blaze Matrix crew, man, under my umbrella. Worrying about some shit over there, man. Bump that, man. Get our money and get out of there. Give me my end of it. And you can still be with who you want to be. Cut that crap out with them, man. They, you know, they're going the wrong way. They're going out the world backwards, man. I got you covered, brother. This is how they do, bro. And they say they some gangsters, man. This is Matrix, man. I got an exit, brother. And as the mercenaries say, an extract. You know, we're more military. It's a sidearm. So it's not a uh, pistol. It's a sidearm. Uh, a gun, rifle. So the thing about it is, I'm just trying to let the brothers know, the sisters know that as far as the bad side of it, I couldn't do it because of the fact the factions in Pittsburgh, they had spread their COVID bad side so much. And the COVID wasn't the phony disease that they were saying that they conjured up. We know what that is. And uh, it was the, just the spread of it because all I heard you saying was it your mouth. It was being more spread that way. And that's what really made it a propaganda thing to me because... All of the years in the wars, the Vietnam War and all of the others, they always said America always had the propaganda problem. They didn't tell the truth. In any war, they said that. I'm not saying they always told the truth too, but they said that they had a notorious problem about that. Bad. And all I'm saying to you is I just want to keep the truth, the truth, the whole truth in the nothing but the on the table brother and I, you know I, I promised a lot of things you know if things go right you know the deals that we talked about you know telepathically the deals they're true you know I mean I, I, that, I, I plan to keep my end of, the, end of it but I, I need the funding and this is where the power shifts because if you know if I have it, you'll see it. If they have it, you won't see it. That's why you're struggling now. 
They're trying to hoard everything. It's the hoarder factor. Like they've always been doing hoarding, but they've had you hoarding with them. So you didn't feel like you were being left out. Look, when they give you the extortion for that to, to be the only you know game in town to play, what are you going to do? When you're in Rome, you're going to do what the Romans do, even though you might not want to do it. Can you dig it? All right, brothers. So, Jams, you know, I'm we're family, man. Oh, and I, I'm going to tell you, if I, coming in your house, man, was the best thing I did for me. All right, brothers, so I'm going to break the ice with you, brothers and sisters. I know you got some fine women up in there, man, some fine brothers. And Sade and all them up there talking and all that. I know you is. I'm a big fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm cyclically to connected to you. You can't get rid of me now. You know you can't, brother. Big homie. You know you can't. I'm on you like syrups on a biscuit, brother. I'll take one of them sweet lady sweet buns, not yours. I'll let her be the judge of that. But this is what we do. Hey, Silver Brown, I love you, girl. You're an amazing woman. Your psychic telepathy was good. We have, we all have our points where we're not always accurate. You know why? You know why I tell you psychically that sometimes it's not accurate? Because the rifts in time change. And you might predict something and a riff might mess it up because somebody might have changed something somewhere. You understand? But it might not have been to the positive good that you're trying to do. So it makes it a negative problem for you to fix your problem and fixing the rift in time. Am I too far in the future for you, brothers and sisters? Do you follow me? Follow me. To enlighten yourself to something that your entity has you prepared for by the spirituala and the daily bread. I'm just a tool. He just wills me to do what I need to do to conquer the evil and make it right. He's looking for a warrior that is human on earth and I guess I was chosen from a child he used to come to me and vision Jesus and talk to me Satan did too but he would just look at me he wouldn't talk to me I told you that story I think it was in yesterday's episode but when you have things like that you're scared at times I told you about the haunted house we lived in Charles and how he used to torment me Go down to the basement and uh, throw the switch to turn the lights back on. Are you kidding me? You're killing me. <laughs> it's scary down there. I might have a heart attack before I get down there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, these are the lessons that you learn as coming up, to, you know, as a child. But 
telepathy and different things like that. It's a gift. You don't learn that. I got it from my mother. I I, I say it's chosen. You know, it's uh, you know, it comes from the native side. My my mother's my mother's father, my mother's father's mother. You know, the Native Americans. Well, I just don't really like saying the American part, but the natives, as far as the Indians, no matter what tribe, are spiritual. We have our spirituality as well. The spiritual plane. So you go there from challenging yourself in this life. Chuck Norris portrayed it as, that's my buddy. He's, you know, I clown him in there whole thing with the telepathy thing, but he portrayed it and I believe it was Walker, one of those shows in the early days and the astral plane is to challenge himself to be able to not be scared enough to capture a rattlesnake by the neck and hold him and let him go. But they put a little twist in it and he got bit. So he laid there and went to the astral plane, seen visions of how the natives are really supposed to do. He was just reenacting it. Only the natives can really actually be the seers. They have to be, you know, a descendant to really actually have the strong um, visionary psychic ability with, with, with telepathy. The more you believe, the more stronger you are because you will see things more clearly and you see the evil, you see the good and you want to do something about it. You go through life and you try to say, well, you know, wow, I'm missing all of this in life. I should have really, really paid attention. You should have. But the Daily Bread has you. Daddy's home. Come on, give me a hug. Come on. Ah, here you go. We got a big, multiple world hug. We hugged each other from the prison cells to the streets of every possible place that you think that's undesirable and is. Worldwide. Nationwide. Keep your stride and you will keep your glide. Because your mind is your power. Mine is the power. A power is mine. Mine is the power and the power is mine. Power is mine and the mind is the power. Can you dig it? You got me? Keep your mind sound, my friends. Keep your mind clear. Keep clarity before you react. Never react and don't really actually have clarity. Then you understand more than what you understand and you'll be able to project yourself in the way to where you can solve the problem more better. My brothers and sisters, this is you. <clears throat> I reach out to, let's see, I'm getting a visionary from someone right now. Um, female 
okay? I'm trying to lock in a few things. I'm just, they're, they're sisters. I call them Cookie and Connie. How you doing, baby? How y'all doing, girls? You trying to talk to me? Huh? Well, I hear you. See, this is a comeback from the murder of my mother. They murdered my mother at UPMC. And they look for me to be better, bitter about it. But my mother, she worked on me fast, like a mama do, and healed me from hurting and sobbing and crying so much. And plus God's definite strength of giving me that. And everyone else that was pulling for me too, I guess, in spirit and I guess quietly in life, I don't know. But the visionaries sometimes see things and when we get to talking like this, people want to have inquisitions to try to say something. It's not, you're not believing in God, you do. But it's, God is more than one entity. You have to be uneducated to not know that. If there's only one creator and you say it's your God, then it's theirs too. But they call it something different. So you don't understand the philosophy of the science. You have to have an open mind to be able to succeed. Everyone has to have that. Be open to any suggestion, especially positive suggestion, something that can correct something and dip it in the bud. Like Barney Five used to say, now Andy, we gotta nip it. We got to nip it. Oh, Barney now. Come on now, they ain't doing nothing. Don't get all riled up. But that's how it be. Sometimes, when it comes to the negatives, you got to nip it. We're nipping it. We're nipping it. Like Don Nuts. Nip it. You got to nip it. Nip it in the bud. Bud Melman. You remember Bud Melman? Mr. Bud Melman. We have a problem. What's that? Well, your wife, she's just lucid and everything. She just runs around and strips. Well, you know, she was a stripper. You know what I'm saying? It's me! In your head! How you doing? How you like me now? You know me now? Don't think you do. But you know me. Up to now. You know me. But you really know me now. A little better. We're open. Your drawers is down. Flags on your ass flying in the wind. So is mine. So, it's raw dog. What we do? The rappers say, walk it out. Walk it out. You got to change it for copyrights. Infringements. We can never come back the same. 
when we clown. You know, those guys are desperate for money. Don't be trying to sue you. So, so, man, I ain't trying to deal with it. But, uh, you got to understand something. This world is at a time where we're lost. We're in the lost times. We're in the times for God to make a choice. Do I go on and let these children of mine just run amok and destroy the planet? Destroy the world that they know? Or should I give them another chance at doing that? But we have to have someone that shows that they care enough about this wretched place to voice an opinion and go out like his disciples, Jesus' disciples did in him and pretty much died to try to make the point. Who was willing to make the sacrifice? Mabel Gray was willing to make the sacrifice. All she did all her life was preach God's word. I made the sacrifice of being her endangered servant through life to help her. I wasn't around her at all times, but we came close after not being around each other in a while. And definitely in the afterlife, I'm, I vowed to myself, I didn't protect her in this life from the people who murdered her, but I will do this and keep her a definite fellowship of fans that will know that she was a good person and she cared about people poor and she helped everyone. Marianne and all of them should know and Lynn and all of them should know that my mother, she was a good woman and they're here because of her. Not that I'm throwing it up in their face. I'm just saying, keep it real because I've heard you and I've been in your presence before and you have, you both have. Lynn and Mary kept it real. You know, we've had conversations sitting around and talking and I've heard you keep it real that, you know, if it wasn't for Maple, you know, they wouldn't be here and been helped here when they got here. So keep the dream alive for Maple Mary. We love you. We know what you did. I know what you did. She knew what you was doing. But that was the only game in town, Lynn, that they gave you. They didn't give you the truth. They didn't let you know what was really going on. And I love Reese. That's my baby. If I was gonna go with any one of your girls, it would have been Reese. Because we connected. I don't know what it was, but she was a nice girl. She was. I'm gonna miss Reese. I'm gonna miss a lot of people. But let's stop taking each other for everything and let's start being family again. Heal. Get yourselves back to what you used to be like. You used to be humble, naive to the fact of a lot of things, though we all were. That's what got you bitter today. My mother, with Charles, it wasn't all ice cream and cake. He wasn't the most understanding man, but he tried to make us understand how the world's gonna be today. And that's one thing I can say he did. Because I look back at how he treated us back then, he was just grooming us. That's all he was doing. We looked at it like he was crazy. He might have been a little bit because he had his demons. 
but he was preparing us because he knew he was a good man. He knew he was a good man and got used and abused and taken. I know that. Because why was he so mean at times when he didn't have to be? He was loved. We loved him when he was doing being himself, not always giving us, but just being himself and providing and being the, the fatherly figure that he was. Sometimes I used to think, I remember one time I was over cooking, and Connie, I'm talking about your man in a good way. How you doing, Miss Davis? I love you too, baby. When I was uh, young, Charles was over talking to you on the front of your, front of your house. And my mother was standing there and I was playing with this little chicken wire thing. You know, it was something I just had to been playing with. And I was just throwing it around, throwing it up. And it threw it up too high. It was a little light piece of chicken wire. And it came down and hit Charles in his face. I knew my ass was whooped that day. I did. I really did. I knew my ass was beat right there in front of them folks. Or at least when I got back over to the house. Because Charles didn't play that shit. But you know what? That's one of the days that I gained respect for Charles even more. Because Charles didn't do a daggone thing. He just looked at me and kept on talking. That's just a kid plan. He didn't mean to do that. That's the day I respected him. Uh, I, I respected him, but that's the day I respected him even more. I remember he used to tell me, I used to try to shake his hand when I was young. And he wouldn't shake my hand. And I used to say, why won't you shake my hand? You know, we men, you know, we agree on something. It wasn't nothing bad about it. It was just that when we would agree on something, I said, I'm going to shake your hand. Show you. So he said, I'm not going to shake your hand yet. He said, I'll shake your hand when you become a man. Fuck me up. <laughs> Excuse me. It's the explicit show today. I will have to mark that as a bleep. But bleep me up. So I'm saying, well, what is this? I was on a quest. This was a quest for me as a young man. Like, what can I do to prove to him that I can be a man? That's what he was trying to do get me stirred up. I knew what his ass was trying to do. So I said, what I'll do is I'll get a summer job. But he didn't know that I was going to do that. I was going to get a summer job in school. They was offering jobs in school, summer jobs. Our school, Baxter, we, we got summer jobs all the time. Summer jobs, Baxter, Westinghouse. We got summer jobs, especially at Baxter. For kids, we, you know, I, you know, a lot of people would laugh, man. You're going, man, we're going to be doing all this for the summer, man. You're going to be working. It's like going to school in the summertime. 
But check it out. When the end of the summer, you get off a little early before the summer. They give you a couple weeks before you go back to school. I had bank in the pockets because Charles always made sure I had an allowance. Because the story is, I told you before, when I told Charles that I wanted to get the summer job, he was shocked. Because I went to my mother first. Because I always go to her first. Because I don't know how he, go, he might blow up like a stick of dynamite. I don't know. I got to get her to defuse him. See how he feel, or at least do some recon and fill him out. See how he's feeling today. She's the closest to him. So... When I said it to him, he looked at me real hard. And he said, really? He said, don't I give you enough around here for your allowance? You, got, you have money in your pocket. You do stuff what you want. And I told him, I said, he does. Because Charles was the type of person, he worked at Jones and Laughlin Steel Mill on the south side here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, it was a very big steel mill, just like uh, U.S. Steel and all that. It was like right behind them, right on the same level, as a matter of fact, at one time. And, uh, you know... He would come home and just drop money on the bed, uh, working out, tripling out, and doing all that doubling out, and then vacation pay and say, let's go on vacation. But he drop hundreds, fifties, twenties, tens, fives on the bed and say, get what you want. It'd be like three, four thousand dollars. We was ghetto fabulous. We had money. You know, back then for us, we'd be, we would have like ten thousand dollars in the bank, and Charles would have a brand new car, and we'd be sitting. We might not have the best of houses. Not because we couldn't afford it. It's just that we kept it low budget. You kept more money in your pocket that way. We rent it. But I was a military brat. Because he was a military man. He was always judo chopping me in the neck. You know what I'm saying? You should have been paying attention. Don't walk past a man and you don't know what he's going to do. You know, Hold up, man. Wait a minute. I just woke up. You judo chopping me in the neck. I'm going to show you something. I knew it was going to be a rumble. I'm going to show you a few moves. Military moves. Flips. So you can know how to fight. Defend yourself. He's a man. You got to know how to do it. This is the type of lessons I heard all the time. Charles Johnson. He was known as Charles Chapman at the time. He knows. He knows how Charles was with the regiment with me. A military brat. Getting judo chopped in the neck. For training. You got to be on guard. You got to keep your shield up. Don't walk past the man without your shield up. He might judo chop you in the neck. This is the military. This is the military. Ray. The military. The military. <laughs> this is the military way. This is what he was taught in Fort Hood. Fort Hood. They was chopping people in the neck. In training. You know, Charles. He was a bad man. Come on now. Come on, Swamp Man, you know him. He was over my house a lot of times on Kelly Street, drinking and partying with my mom and Charles. And he says, 
Well, Swamp, I'm going to lay down, man. You can go on in the room in there. There's another bunk bed in there with the boy. Why, Charles? Why? He snores. And he's drunk. He smells of liquor. And his feet stink. But he was your boy in the military. Swamp Man. Give, let's give it up for fun. Hey, everybody, give it up for Swamp Man. And it's not the movie. That's a real man. That was his nickname in the movies. And it's the movie, but this is a real man. And his nickname was Swamp Man. That was one of Charles's buddies in the service. Swamp Man. Hey, Ted. Come on, Ted. Ted Gray is one of his boys. I know they're thinking about me. I, I hear these people. They're talking to me. Come on, Ted. Now, I know you, I've been looking for you, man. I've been trying to really actually uh, figure out where you're at. Where you at? Where you at? You know what I'm saying? Because uh, when I asked, uh, what was it? Uh, couldn't, uh, couldn't, uh, let me see. Pipsqueak. Couldn't Pipsqueak. Couldn't Pip. And what's that other cutting name? Uh, you know the one I'm talking about, but I can't think of the name right now. Alzheimer's and everything, you know. But, uh... How's your brother, man? Is he still feisty like his father? Huh? That boy done simmered down some? Well, he's a man now, but... Boy, looks like his dad. Tell you, he is. How's your sister? She doing good, mom? All right, everything. Ah, man, that's good. That old Deborah boy. I tell you, she was fine, young little filly back in the day. I ain't seen her in years. I don't know. I ain't saying she ugly. But anyway, I went astray, folks. Mental telepathy. But uh, the best comes out of you when you put the best into you. Be you and you will learn to do things that you've never learned to do before. This is an evolve, a time to evolve into something good. You have to take all the clutter out of your head and think. Clear it. And listen to the trees, the birds, and the whippoorwill. And then you'll know. You hear it. You hear everything. Walk in the path of the righteous. You have a beautiful day. I'll ask all entities into one to bless you. Keep you from the evil that still roams and lurks in this world. But God is here now. And the Quran has Buddha. And it has Allah. And it has Christ that compels them. Christ is the one that compels you. Save your servants and be a evil evil person against evil and what that means is sometimes you gotta get a little crazy against the bad guy you know 50 calls it 
you know, what he calls it. Well, give me a lunk over your head. Lunk head. Okay, have a nice day. Peace.